You're listening to the Birdie Dad podcast. They can't make a birdie, but they can dad. And now your hosts, Jared, Brian, and Trevor. All right, golf and dads, it goes together like peanut butter and honey. This is your Birdie Dads golf podcast with Trevor, Brian, and I. And this week, we're going to talk U.S. Open. So, what's up, boys? You ready to break down our picks for Tory Pines? Excited to hear what you guys picked. Let's hear it. Yeah, I'm feverishly looking up the odds right now, so I'm, I'm going to be flying by the seat of my pants here. Right, and then later in the episode, I'm going to talk about, I just got back from a vacation to Vegas and some tips for dads when you want to take your kids on vacation. I learned a lot, I will tell you that. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. I mean, last time you could vacation before uh, COVID, she was probably, what, less than six months or something? Yeah, she was, uh, the last trip we took her on, I think on a plane was to uh, Dallas at like, yeah, I think it was either eight or nine months. So, okay, yeah, yeah. way different. So, yeah. Way different trip this time, way I would different. Say, I would say having a three-year-old, let alone a kid in Vegas, changes your, just your, your whole mindset. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it because I, I met these guys. Um, I, I've got a great story about that. I'll just tell you right now. So I, I met these guys. I was golfing out there at this great place. I was golf. I, I took a took a day and golfed at the Paiute Reservation Course, the Wolf Course, which is um, a phenomenal course out there. And so I met these two guys in their twenties, and they're they're playing with me and they clearly had a different vegas trip than i was having <laughs> for sure <laughs> a sta- more and, standard trip <laughs> oh da- more absolutely standard vegas trip. yeah absolutely one of them it was his bachelor party i believe and they were really impressed that they made it to their tea time which was an 8 a.m tea time <laughs> mm-hmm. and so the best part so i'm talking to them and we're getting down to the end and it's like the 18th hole and they asked me they go hey um so we kind of run into a problem we didn't really we got an uber out here but we're not really sure how to get back. <laughs> and, and I had a car. I had rented a car as the good prepared dad that I was. And so I thought about it for a minute and I said, hop in guys. Some karma gods will be on my side for this. So I good learned you, a lot. Man. Yeah, good I learned a you. lot from those guys on the ride back all the way back to the strip, which is a good solid 30 minutes from, from that course. Did they have to sit in the car seat in the back? <laughs> they did. The true story, there was, a, yeah. there was a car seat back there. There was a car seat. And their eyes kind of lit up like they had never seen one before. Yeah. <laughs> 20s. And yeah. Did the guy get married and be like, oh, I'm, I'm thinking twice about this after seeing the car seat in the back? You know what? I should have gave him a little tutorial on how to put that in. Be like, yeah. okay, yeah. You're, you're, this is the time in your life. I'm going to help you out as one dad to a future dad. Let me, nice. let me yeah. show you how to install the car seat. You're getting close. You're getting close to needing to know how to do this. So here we go. Here's, yeah. Here's, yeah. So it's, it was definitely the polar extremes of Vegas trips. They were on an absolutely different world than I was on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would say. Well, that's good. They made their tea time. So They did well, make it. They were yeah. a total, uh, they weren't in their best shape. I'll say that. Oh, yeah. Sure. I mean, probably didn't go to sleep, right? I mean... How many times have you been to Vegas and, and bring the sun up when you walk out of the casinos? You don't know when, what time it is or where you're at and you see daylight. That's that's one of those trips probably they were having. This yeah. is a family, family-friendly family podcast, so I will spare their stories, but it didn't sound like they went to sleep. Mm. It didn't. Yep. I don't think there was much of that. Definitely not the night before their last day. Probably pretty quiet until they got to the, the drink cart, right? <laughs> <That> first, <laughs> first beer in the system. Yeah, they had to go back to the hair of the dog. 
All right, so out in Vegas, gave me this, you know, we were talking about this episode leading up to it. We got Torrey Pines, U.S. Open opening this week, so got a little action on it with the Vegas Sportsbook. You know, the early look at the course is going to be very rough with that uh, that tough rough and a little bit longer course this week. So we talked about this. I think it's going to take a lot of precision approach, a lot of guys handling those greens, and we want to break it down. So you guys, let's talk. Who are your big winners? Um, like I said, I was out there. We've got some kind of long shot picks, but who are your big winners for this weekend that you're thinking? Yeah, I think I'm going to go, I'll pick three. How about we do that? We pick three each and then, go you know, it. any of those guys um, against the field. So um, the three that I probably pick, uh, Rom, he's just hot. I mean, I know he, he got kind of um, bad luck with, with the COVID thing um, a couple weeks ago, but he was playing really well before that. Um, hopefully he's had some time to get, get back into the groove, um, but I think he's going to do well. So Everybody's I got, um, on everybody's on rom right now i know Mm -hmm. i know that's that's that's, the sexy pick for sure yep what do you uh, think trevor do you like rom before we go on to your other ones what do you think um i i just enjoy watching rom get to like somewhere around the lead on sunday and just melting down and and throwing a a three wood (laughs) into the into the fairway Uh, i mean i just love it he i i I feel like his composure i didn't see it you said jared he had a good he had a good uh, interview post the COVID thing, and uh, I didn't see it, but I just I just love when he kind of breaks down like a yeah, like a little child yeah. sometimes. Brian, did you watch that interview? Did you see it talking yeah. about? Yeah, he was he was pretty. I mean, it wasn't on the golf course, so Trevor, you're right. Like in the moment, he might be fiery, but off the course, he, he, it was pretty good. He was pretty level headed about everything. So I think they kind of honestly they were giving him too much grief, in my opinion. They were really on him about like how many times he tested. Um, what he was doing about it. And he really was, I think it was a good interview to teach kids because he stayed back to like his grounded answers, which was like, Mm -hmm. basically, you know, he took time for himself. He talked about meditating. He talked about being in the present and he, he was humbled, you know, and he, he took, he took responsibility. I felt, I felt he was humbled. I felt like he was, he was pretty, he just, I mean, they really wouldn't let it go. It really wasn't a lot of golf. It was a lot of COVID questions for him. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's the last thing he wants to deal with is go back to that, you know, remember that from last week kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it's tough right. or two weeks ago. But yeah, my pick, yeah. I think I'm going with the, the local favorite is also another hot name, Xander Shoffley. Um, mm-hmm. Just because he, you know, he kind of grew up in that area. I think he went to San Diego State, if I remember right. And uh, he's probably played the course, you know, hundreds of times so if there's a guy that knows the course it's probably him and you know he's always up there he seems like he's always kind of in the top 10 no matter what tournament it is so he's my kind of hot hot, sexy pick yeah four top 10s in the last four u.s opens for xander yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so any i I just kind of watched him like uh, live at the u.s open you know coverage on the golf channel today and he just looked super focused and that's kind of you know it looked like he just on the range, like he was on Sunday trying to go for that last pin on 18 on every single range shot. It was crazy. So mm-hmm. I, my pick's him. I, you know, I like some other names out there, but I know Brian's got a few others. So let's uh, let's let's hear him, Brian. Well, well hey, Brian, let's say number two. On, on, on Xander, though, real quick. I mean, if you're talking about a meltdown, it may not be an emotional meltdown. It may not be like a physical outburst, but Xander has trouble on Sundays. Yeah, he, he tend he tends he to kind of blow up a little bit and can't handle the pressure. So I, I hope that changes because I'd really love to see him win a major. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So uh, talk about that. I mean, he's got the mental toughness to get there, like you said. I mean, he's in the top tens a lot, but he hasn't closed it out. So I, I think that says mm-hmm. something. Yeah. 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 We'll see. 
Who's your other pick? Let's go to Jared first. Who's Jared's first pick? I, th- oh, I think he's going to pick my second pick. I, th- I don't know. All right, let's I'm, go. Let me go to the bag and, and pull out. If we're talking favorites, we're talking the big names right now. We haven't got to the long shots. I am going to pull out. I mean, you got to go with last year's winner. I'm going to go with Bryson. Mm-hmm. I, I love... Not my pick. That wasn't my pick. Yeah, <laughs> that's no. not okay. your pick. No. But I mean, I've just got to throw a little respect to, you know, I know it's hard to, to repeat, but I just... Got to throw it out that, of course, he's coming off of, you know, to win in 2020, whatever you want to say, went into that with conditions, um, whatever with the COVID tournament, however you want to talk about it. You know, Bryson won. So, could throw a little respect his way. He still hits the ball a mile. Um, he can still get hot and play. I know he hasn't been playing very hot lately, but he's still on my list. So, what do you think? Disappointed uh, that he didn't get paired with uh, Kepka for the first two rounds? I... I like the way Bryson is handling all of this. I don't like the way Kepka is handling all of this. I'll say that. I mean, I, I think Bryson's playing it pretty cool right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. a big Bryson fan. I mean, I really, Bryson you know, can do no wrong in Jared's eyes. It's, I it's, do. <laughs> I do want to see a late. I want to see like a Saturday or Sunday pairing of them, though. I do want to see that. I don't want to mm-hmm. see a first round. I want to see a later in the weekend when it really matters. Yeah, they're both I mean, like six under going into Saturday or something. That'd be nice. I would yeah. love to see that. I would yeah. love it. Yeah. Okay, Brian, Brian, who's your who's second? Your number two. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to um, take your, your your local favorite, Jared, but uh, Colin Morikawa. That's that's my yeah. second. I think yeah. he's going to do well. He's um, he's already won um, a major, so he's got the pressure, and he's just playing well. He's he's just an all around solid golfer. Yeah, that's kind of my where I was going with my second and third. It's just because. You know, like he's so accurate, right? I mean, he just, he doesn't hit it a ton, but those fairways out there are so narrow and it sounds like the rough is like six inches tall. I mean, you gotta, you gotta not miss. So if there's a chance for anybody, I think it's Colin for sure. I mean, that's, that's a guy that, you know, is steady Eddie. So we'll see what he can do. Uh, He's got one major under his belt. So let's see if he can get number two. I mean, when I was looking into this, these guys are breaking down these crazy stats, right? And they're looking at total driving, they're looking at accuracy, they're looking at off the tee, and they're looking at, you know, bogey avoidance, all of these stats that are compiled. And you guys are bringing up all these big names because I think Morikawa is number one in his approach to the green. I think mm-hmm. he's the the best on strokes gained approach to the green. So I could definitely see that. And if I look at, click through some of these, I think Rom is number two on total driving. So that one is the one where they take your yards plus your accuracy and break that down. So Rom's really high up there. And then you have the one I thought was interesting I was looking at is like you were saying, Trevor, how do guys hit from like the 175 to 200 on their greens, their accuracy? And we already talked about one of them, Xander Shoffley's number one in the 175 to 200 range. Mm, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So those are all big names for those reasons. I mean, these guys are really tearing it up. All right, Trev, you got you got number two. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, so he took Colin Morikawa from me, right? So um, I'm gonna dig uh, deeper into the bag. Who's got a previous U.S. Open win, and it's a Father's Day weekend. I'm going my my boy Webb Simpson. Oh, <laughs> great pick. Yeah, he's a tier two guy. He's not not the names you're thinking of. I mean, no one's mentioned him, but I mean, I've had a pretty good run the last few picks on this <laughs> show. So I'm gonna throw that out there, Webb Simpson. Um, you know, we just hope that he's not getting too much guilt, not taking care of his five kids being gone all weekend. But, you know, uh, he'll, he'll, he'll get there. I think he'll be in the mix, at least. I hope he wins it. Yeah, I think that's a great pick. I think, um, I think he's just all around. He's there on all the categories and near the top tens. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I'll throw one out. I, I'm going to try to steal Brian's here. This is like such a left field pick for me. Let's see if we can do it. I'm going to say Paul Casey has a oh, legit ah, shot. Good. That's your boy. You love Paul Casey. I know he's he's like doesn't really blow you away on everything. He's really good at scrambling. I mean, he blows the charts away at scrambling. So, Brian, what else mm-hmm. do you like about Paul Casey? I You study him a lot more than I do. Uh, he's just a all-around good guy. I mean, like you talk about, you know, John Rahm blowing up on the course. You're never going to see Paul Casey do that. <laughs> like he <laughs> is just steady, happy guy. Like he's the kind of guy you actually want to play golf with. And, you know, even if he wasn't a, you know, PGA tour player, like he, he just seems like he's going to bring everybody around him up. And so it's, just, it's fun to watch him do well. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's probably it. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, we saw, I mean, we talked to, I think it was uh, Will Davenport on a few shows back who had yeah. been on the range and was talking about how he got paired up with Casey, his guy, um, or was on the range talking to him and he was just a, you know, like a dude's dude, right? He was just right. the, the guy, like everybody knew who right. he was and just everybody liked talking to him and he was just kind of out there to just, you know, have fun and not be too serious. And um, when he gets down to it, he can be serious, but it was just, a, it was nice to hear that kind of a, uh, take on it from a caddy of a of a masters player you know mm-hmm. love yeah. it love it all right brian who did i i didn't take your last guy did i who do you have left no no so i mean i like paul casey but I, that wasn't uh probably a top three for me at this tournament so um i'm gonna go back to someone who did well in the farmers um insurance kind of back in like because this is the second time they're going to play this within a year time time frame so the farmers being the first um and that's it's a young guy another guy that's super positive and fun to watch it's uh, victor hovland yeah. yeah victor hovland is a great talent great guy yeah. out there brian I actually picked him in my tier two or tier two pool uh victor yeah, yeah. when Good he pick. gets hot he can get hot man he can drop some serious numbers he hits it a long ways he it's just his putter and his chipping game he sometimes gets the yips a little bit i think but uh if he can dial that in yeah, yeah. He's, he's a hot player too yeah, yeah for sure i've seen his name pop up quite a few times a lot of guys love victor hovland um somebody i talked to on one of the, the forums was telling me he went to high school with him really wanting to see you know wanting to see huh. him do well so uh, that was pretty cool. I, I'd like to see him do well up there. Um, you know, my next pick, I don't know if you guys got him on your list. It's kind of getting into the long shots now. My long shot, I mean, you see him on, on the list a little bit around like Paul Casey is uh, Scotty Scheffler. I, mm-hmm. I like Scotty Scheffler to do well. I think, you know, he's finished in the top 20 in his last like four events. Um, he's got a huge amount of talent. He's he's not a guy you immediately think of, so I'm going to put Scheffler uh, near the top of my picks for this weekend. Good, okay, I like it. Yeah, yeah, a little different. Mm-hmm. Trevor, who's your other pick you have in the bag? So the name of my, my name of my team uh, this weekend is called Filling It. So it's P H I L L I N apostrophe. So uh, I'm taking Phil. He's hot off the, the the major. You know, no one's ever done it at that age, back to back majors. So let's let's go, Phil. Uh, I think that's a long shot, but you know, um, buddy of mine from high school put uh, twenty bucks down on Phil for the uh, the win last major and got ended up winning five grand. So I'm um, hoping Phil can do that for me in a in a certain way. So have you guys heard about his, his diet or the coffee and, and like, uh, you know, the intermittent fasting that he's doing and that's like his fountain of youth that he's found. Um, he, he has a video, go check it out. It was, um, of him explaining how he won, um, the, uh, the PGA 
and he, he breaks it down like equation like like DeChambeau, but it's pretty funny. Um, I, I can't even remember what he says, but it has something to do with you know c squared plus b is equal to something something something. But he breaks it down to you know um, coffee plus like hitting bombs and <laughs> activating the calves, <laughs> typical Phil language. Love it. Love it. <laughs> it's awesome, man. It was, <laughs> so I, I hope, I hope you can do it, man. I hope this new coffee and intermittent fasting regimen gets some, well, a, se- a second, second back to back major. I'm yeah. aware of the intermittent fasting, but as a true dad, not really like purposefully, like right. getting to eat, not <laughs> dealing with kids and not eating, not purposely missing eating. That was the worst part about COVID for me was that we'd always order the, you know, kids meals, right? And they'd never eat more than half of it. So dad would just always get the leftovers. So, you know, that was, that was the worst part. Intermittent fasting. Like you said, you eat what you can. You basically eat your kids meals most of the time. So don't even order anything for yourself. Okay. Our long shot picks, Trevor, I think you have a great one here to talk about. I just need somebody to like just minimize your guy Bryson so I'm picking a guy named Wilco Nienaber have you guys heard about this guy yes the South African yes Yes. yeah only by name Oh my gosh. Yeah. So just kind of caught a glimpse of him and just kind of looked him up a little harder. And he had a drive that was 439 yards on a par five, like on a European tour this year. And it, I would watch the swing on YouTube. You can look at it. It doesn't even look like he's really trying that hard. And there was an interview on him asking about distance because everyone's talking about it. And it just comes naturally to him. He's 6'2", but he's not a beefy frame, really. He's just kind of a lanky guy. And he kind of almost looks like a Justin Rose build. But um mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, they asked him like, you know, what are you doing for your distance? He's like, honestly, I haven't really even thought about it. I haven't even put a lot of effort into it. I mean, I don't know if this is cocky or just like who he is, but think about if that guy actually like started getting the protein shakes and going Bryson DeChambeau <laughs> on us. I mean, that's, that's huge. I think he's averaged like 360, um, the last tourney, um, he played in, I think, which was. What was it? It was PGA, right? So, um, yeah, yeah. He, he averaged three sixty off the tee. Um, it was and the Palmetto, Palmetto Championship. Yep. Oh, that was, was Palmetto, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Palmetto. So, um, yeah. So he's he's big, and uh, I think another year or two, if we can get his accuracy down, maybe he's got a shot. So we'll see. Yeah, have you seen his swing though? Like, I don't know if bulking up is going to get him more distance. He has such a big turn, and yeah, just yeah, I, like I don't know, incredible. feels like stuff would just get in the way if he if he bulked up. Yeah, it kind of looks like uh, like the Elastic Man or, or Gumbo yeah. or Gumby or something. It just like turns like on a crazy hip turn. His mm-hmm. hip turn is incredible. I when you you were talking, we were talking about this before the show, and I, I YouTubed it. If you look at what he does, that is insane how he gets that turn in that swing. I mean, you can see where his power comes from. And just for a record or a reference here, Bryson's average off the tee is three twenty one. So forty we'll go, yards more. We'll yeah, <laughs> average of three sixty one. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen uh, him play a full round like on TV, so I wonder if he just sprays the heck out of it still. But, um, you know, that's the thing with Tori. Like, I've played out there once on the south course, and there are some trees, but it does n- none of them really seem to, like, get in your way. I mean, if you have a bomb, like, you can get it down there. It just looks like you're playing a long fairway most of the time. And I think if you can keep it in the fairway there and go deep, you're, you're hitting a wedge every time. I did so. read, though, they're getting the rough up to, like, five inches. So yeah, it's, well, like you, you're yeah. going to get penalized pretty hard. Yeah, Standard U.S. Open, like make it as hard as possible, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, you know, one thing we haven't talked about is the putting greens. I know they're they're that um, different kind of grass that not a lot of guys have a lot of experience on. So I don't know how much that'll come into play. What is it, the Poa Anua, right? That's what the, mm-hmm. the grass is out there. So some of the local guys might have an advantage or guys that have done really well on that. Um, we haven't gotten into that much depth. I don't know if we really need to, to be honest. But Brian, you, I know you have another a long shot as well. Who's your guy that you're rooting for? Yeah, I don't know if I call it a, a long shot because, you know, odd-wise in Vegas and things like that, it's not necessarily the, the biggest odds like uh, Neenauber there. Um, but um, I, I like Abraham Answer. Mm-hmm. I think that he's due for um, showing well. Like, I don't know I don't know if he'll win, but I think, I think he'll definitely be in the top 10 and he'll be right there on Sunday. Um, I also like some of the European guys, um, Leishman, Hatton, some of those guys that um, are used to playing – in some windy conditions and um, can kind of um, keep it a little bit more, I guess, lower and accurate. So mm-hmm. some of those guys shape their shots a little bit more. I think the guy I'd keep an eye on, the um, the other name I'd watch is Sam Burns. I'd see what he could do, you know, mm-hmm. very talented. So I, I'd keep an eye on Steve. I don't think he's going to win it. I don't think any of these long shots are going to win it, I think. Uh, but you might see him get in the top 10 and maybe a year from now, like Trevor said, really start to push and make a run. So... Uh, with that, going back to the Vegas, I know this episode we're talking about U.S. Open. We're, it's going to be fun stuff to watch. I mean, is there anything you guys want to see or you're hoping to see? I know I, I already gave my secret, which is the Brooks Bryson on, on Saturday or Sunday would be phenomenal. I'd love to see that matchup. Is there anything else you guys are looking for? I want to see a Sunday where it comes down to like 10 guys. Where yeah. there's it's, uh, it's back and forth all day Sunday. Um, some stress, some, you know, ah, is, you know who's going to do it? Um, so, yeah, that's what I'd love to see. Yeah, I always like the guy that, you know, tees off like, you know, six, seven groups back and just plays lights out on Sunday. And then he's mm-hmm. sitting in the tee, you know, in the uh, in the shop just waiting for watch. They're just showing him like warming up or watching the, the screen. I just yeah. love watching that. Like, that's just good. That's just good tournament drama. I want something like that to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to see the guy coming in at the end. He's got it on hole 16. Just don't just don't self-destruct. You know, I don't want to see that. That's the same right. thing. Right. We want to see a good push. So uh, with that, you know, I was talking about my family vacation to Vegas, and I'm curious if you guys have some great tips for dads. I learned a lot taking my family to Vegas. And so <laughs> I know that, Trevor, we always talk about you have the older kids, and Brian, you have two boys. I still only have one kid, but one on the way, which kind of really threw some nice complications in, you know, having my my pregnant wife walking around Vegas, totally safe. And uh, <laughs> so she loved it. It was her idea. Now, as we're there, here's so here's my tips that I came away with after this weekend trip. So the, my, my like, they're not like tips. They're just things that, man, as a younger dad, if you're a guy that hasn't taken a lot of vacations, here's some things you could learn from. Um, you know, and like I said, my kid is like almost three. So I learned some brutal, honest truths. Number one was that the best investment of the weekend was for $14.98, and it was a slim stroller from Walmart. That yes, was... Yeah. The umbrella one that opens yes, up? Yes, yes, yeah. it's the uh-huh. umbrella stroller. And this uh-huh. sounds so terrible mm-hmm. to be bragging about this stroller I bought at Walmart. But yeah, that that is phenomenal. That was the best $15 I ever spent right there. Uh, Jared, I wish I would have told you that tip before uh, you went on any other trip, because I that was the best thing I ever found, too. I think we did it for Disneyland yeah. and some other like you know trips where there's a lot of walking. You just plop that kid in there, and you can kind of lean it back onto a bench, and it's like a perfect like sleeping 
uh, position. It's, 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 it's the best. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. See, that thing was phenomenal. I mean, you could throw that around. I threw it around like a rental car. You just it's lightweight. You just beat it up. It doesn't matter. It, 15 bucks. 14.98. Loved it. It was it was excellent. Yeah, that's I think that's key especially with little kids. I mean, if if you expect to carry around your kid or your kid to walk everywhere with you, like forget it. Like it's 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 over. So yeah, definitely a stroller if you're going to be walking around places or I moving s- around anywhere. I saw one mom of the year. I wanted to give her such a high five. She had two of those and she had DIY'd zip tied both of them side by side. (laughs) So she created like the dually. (laughs) And I know a dual stroller is like 200 bucks. So I was like, wow, I tip my hat to you. (laughs) Did you get it on for an interview coming up here, Jared? Um, I should, I should call her and say, come on and tell us what, what made you do this? This this is kind of the innovation we need. Yeah. 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 The second best tip I had, the second, it was an investment, was just picking the toy of my daughter's choice, but like at the key timing of the weekend. So I got enough good behavior before and then getting that toy. And then that toy got us through the entire weekend. Like it was just, you know, basically going into the store and saying, you get one item. Um, what's it going to be? She made her selection in for, a th- you know, not quite three. She was, it was surprising. I mean, uh, we, we were at it ended with a Jasmine doll from Disney. So that was <laughs> worth every penny, you know, and yeah. Jasmine made it everywhere after that. So that's awesome. That, that little payoff, you know? Yeah. Ex- expand on that. So my wife, if, if we're on a long flight, I don't know how long your flight was, but if we're on a long flight, she'll go to the dollar store and just buy a bunch of like small toys and then won't tell our boys about it and then bust them out like once an hour for the entire flight. And, mm. and, something new, something to keep their attention. And, and, uh, that works well, uh, I think for, for smaller kids. That's a good pro tip there, Brian, for sure. There you go. The, the next one was about food. And I know you guys have had to have this was we brought a bag dedicated just of like dry foods you can make. So like cup of noodles, the to go Mac and cheese. And then when I would go down and get my coffee, I would just get free hot water from the, the little <laughs> Starbucks and you come up and make it in the room. I mean, nice. That nice. was just a genius tip because then you're not worried about, you know, I don't know if you guys have bought a meal in Vegas. It doesn't matter how old you are. It's it's uh, it's not cheap right now. No. So, you know, feeding your kid, feeding my kid in the room before we would go out to eat was just epic. I mean, that oh, that's, was, a, that's a good call. I don't think we've ever thought about that of, of eating before you go out, have the kids eat before you go out. And then they're a little bit more mellow while you're trying to eat so that's that's a good call did you have a little like ipad or like a phone during dinner too no that comboed with the jasmine doll and we were just smooth sailing i mean Ah, those those two combo tips together we were just lights out i mean we had some actually good meals where uh we weren't chasing each other around the restaurant so that was fun so you didn't do the like hundred dollar buffet um establishments no, the buffets are gone in Vegas right now. At oh, least that's I true. That. I didn't think yeah, about that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if they're coming back. They're they're gone. You know. Hmm. Yeah. But no, we we didn't do that. Um, the other move I, is the other pro move, just for a you know single dad, I guess that uh, needs help with kids, is try to f- time it for the cocktail waitress and the servers for the tables where they kind of bounce around and then jump into an empty seat right as they're coming to that table. Put down twenty bucks, gamble, order all the food and drinks you can get, and then once they come, you're out of there. Maybe you lose you know twenty, <laughs> thirty bucks, but that's kind of a, a Jared move, I would think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna need more on that one later. <laughs> Well, th- th- this is 
I, I know what you're talking about, Trev. I think I, I've done this as well a couple of times. It's your kids aren't around. This is just you by yourself. Yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, you go down the table, you find an empty seat. Cocktail watch is coming by. You say, hey, I'm going to take three Coronas, please, right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, then, yeah. <laughs> and then that way, yeah. you're getting your 20 bucks worth, even if you lose and a, it. You're good. And a basket of fries, and we're, we're good to go. Yep. <laughs> and you're That's good. Right. No, I don't do that. I'd never done that one, to be honest. But I could see how that would work. <laughs> and the last one, Brian talked about it a few episodes back, but I'm, I'm super structured, and I love consistency. I'm going to tell you guys at home, it's like consistent bedtimes. But when we were on the trip, we just went like wheels were off. Whatever happens, happens. And um, I even went to a level I didn't think I'd go to, which is like, we went with my daughter's potty trained. And I know this is great for golf podcasts and all, but uh, we went back to the diaper just to not worry and just be like, ah, whatever happens. Cause it's not that far removed from it. And Mm -hmm. Brian, you talked about it. And I think it's like that freedom, let me enjoy the trip so much more rather than trying to worry about like what time we were going to get back or what time we were going to do stuff. Or if we were sitting on you know you're in a taxi and your kid has to go to the bathroom or something we just i wasn't worried about it you know really wasn't worried about any of that and the worst part is trying to find a public restroom anywhere let alone vegas where when your kid actually has to go potty (laughs) it was like this is disgusting i feel like i have to clean this whole thing before they even sit down and 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 do what they need to do so yeah it's good call so that was that freedom and you talked about like how hard it has come back but in that moment that freedom of getting away from that structure was was fantastic it it's, made it's vacation so jared much. that's what your vacation's <laughs> all about that's true so with that i'm gonna i'll create an article we will we're gonna put something together on vegas attractions because it was actually a very family friendly um trip i'm not gonna lie again i was not the trip with the two 20 year olds that were just stumbling into the golf cart <laughs> It was a different style trip I'd never taken before. And we came away, my wife and I both looked at each other and said, wow, there's a lot to do as a family in Vegas. Didn't really see that coming, but it was good. Mm. It played out. And so you've got our US Open picks, they're in. Um, We all had a great time. Now let's head into the weekend for a good Father's Day. Watch it and let's see some action. And we'll see you next week.